Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive with Dr. Rebecca Risk. Do you ever feel that even though nothing seems seriously wrong and you pass all the medical tests, that you still feel that your health, pain, and fatigue are completely out of control? It doesn't have to be that way. Listen to the tips and suggestions given on our program today and take back control of your health. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca Risk. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Today, I'm talking with Dr. Anna Kabeca. She is a triple board certified Emory University trained physician and hormone expert who was diagnosed with early menopause at age 38. Her new book, The Hormone Fix and Other Empowering Transformation Programs, have helped women of all ages become their best selves again. Dr. Anna, welcome to the show. It's great to be here with you, Rebecca. Thank you. So what inspired you to put this book together? Well, it's really part of um, knowing that after all I've been through with going through menopause twice and treating so many women um, suffering through menopause that I just knew I needed to stop the suffering. And I felt very strongly that, you know, my journey um, is one of, of healing despite all the odds and, and like yours, right? And that this message needs to be dispersed to um, or disseminated to inspire others. Well, did you find when, when you started looking at this that um, there wasn't a lot of good help for women with menopause, going through menopause? Well, I, I will tell you, you know, I'm a, a triple, I'm triple boarded now, but I, I trained as a gynecologist and obstetrician at one of the best universities in our country at Emory University. And when I was diagnosed with early menopause at 38, like I was looking at a dead end, like that was the diagnosis, early menopause, infertility, premature ovarian failure, you will never have children again, just bear with it, maybe consider some antidepressants and sleeping pills to help you understandably you're stressed and anxious and this is disturbing. But, you know, that's it, right? And that wasn't, you know, that wasn't good enough for me. And that small, still voice inside me said, you know, there's hope and there's answers. I looked in my doctor's bag. There were none there that I hadn't already explored. You know, I'd explored the highest doses of infertility medication. I explored hormone therapy. And I knew all that and was doing that. But there was more to it. So for myself, you know, as a board-certified gynecologist not having the answers, I was able to find answers and reverse menopause at that age, become pregnant at 41, and then go another, you know, till age 48 when menopause again hit me again, again a little premature, post-stress, and I was able to kind of pull myself back up from the bootstraps, essentially, as the expression goes, and um, again, pull myself back out of menopause and heal my body Um lose the extra weight, you know, get rid of the brain fog and the memory loss and the, um, you know, sometimes the crumbling of life that can feel like it's coming on with it. So I knew that if, you know, I'm a voracious reader, I'm a voracious scientist, I've been in in medicine for over 30 years, that if I had struggled finding answers, I knew that everyone else is struggling as well. And for us as women, the research is still predominantly done on men. Some major studies that have been done on women have ended up in, in pretty devastating results. We think of the Women's Health Initiative trial. We think of the HERS trial, right? Like artificial hormone therapy, those big studies in women. And what I know to be true is that as a physician, I want my patients to be empowered with the information that they can do. 99% of it's in their hands. 
as improving their body and improving their health and getting off of medications versus our um, one drug, one symptom approach oftentimes that we take in medicine. So I felt I felt that, yeah, a lot of dead ends and a lot of misinformation just because, you know, again, like I, I had to experience it to find the tools and create the tools to help my, myself and my clients through this transition because menopause is a mandatory thing, right? Menopause is non-negotiable, but suffering is optional. Suffering is optional. We do not need to suffer through this. We do not need to suffer with our periods. We do not need to suffer with PMS. These are things that are reversed on a daily basis in, in my life, in my practice, in my, in my population base. So it, it needs to stop. So um, those studies that you mentioned, what, what is the issue with those? Well, one thing was that we used a synthetic progestin in the study. So when we looked at, for example, the very famous Women's Health Initiative study in 2002, it was stopped, and this is where there was mass media uh, attention to the fact that um, this form of hormone replacement therapy causes cancer in women, and like, you know, 80% of American women went off their medication, many of them cold turkey. And when we look back at the research, we can look back and say, well, the estrogen arm only, which was um, still not a bioidentical, was Premarin. We looked at Premarin and Provera. Those are, those are well, the Premarin is conjugated estrogens from pregnant mare's urine. That's how we got Premarin out of that. And Provera is a synthetic progestin. It is not identical, nor does it function identical to our natural bioidentical progesterone that we produce on a daily basis in our body. And so what happened was the, the study showed that the estrogen progestin arm increased women's risk of breast cancer. Therefore, the study was halted prematurely and, um, and ended at that point. And so it was very interesting to see that. However, in, for example, in France, Dr. Fournier, um, who has been studying hormones in women for years now, over a decade, um, decades actually at this point, looked at bioidentical progesterone in women, oral bioidentical progesterone in women compared to progestin, synthetic progestins like Provera, norosyndrome, you know, the progestins that are in birth control pills and current prescription hormone replacement therapy. He looked at different types and compared to bioidentical progesterone. And what he found out in his study of over 100,000 women, 100,000, had no increased risk of breast cancer in the bioidentical progesterone arm. But the synthetic progestin arm had as much as a three-time increase risk of breast cancer. Huge differences. And, well, it, and I think that's where all this fear came about regarding, you know, hormone therapy. And, and it's also a fear of companies to spend millions of dollars studying women for fear of outcomes like this. <laughs> well, well, definitely. And, and um, have you found, or did you find, especially when you started to approach this, that there was a, a bit of a taboo around uh, women's hormones and, and actually dealing with them? Because it, it just seems that anytime I want, um, you know, a patient to, to get tested or screened, especially for dealing with PCOS or endometriosis, that they, they hit a wall with, with their family doctor where they can't go very far with it and they're just told that what they're 
they're experiencing is normal when it obviously isn't. Is that something that you find is common? Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. Again, this is a really a specialized area of medicine that now I, I got involved in it in early 1999 because one of my first patients to come see me was a breast cancer survivor. Actually, she had ductal carcinoma in situ, not breast cancer. And she was 63 year old, had significant vaginal dryness. And she said, Dr. Anna, I'm a woman of the 60s. My husband and I can't even have sex and I'd rather die than live this way. And I had to look and that's where I started looking at androgen therapy in women, bioidentical hormone replacement, and in an effort to help her and then so many other women with similar stories and sexual health issues, that's where I delved into this research on my own in so many ways early on now. How many years ago? A lot of years ago. So, um, so it's not a classic training in primary care. And even the endocrine areas of our specialties are focused on more diabetes and, um, you know, other endothyroid, other endocrine disorders. And so this idea of using bioidentical hormones or what we can do to improve our overall hormonal balance is, is not part of standard medical training. You really need to go to a specialist. But I also want women to know that, you know, there's so much, 90% of this they can do on their own. And that's why I wrote my book, The Hormone Fix, because there's 90% of it. Like I always would hear as I recommend these same strategies that I put in my book, patients coming back weeks later would say, Dr. Quebec, I'm 90, 90% better. And that was before starting, like, the next step, which would be bioidentical progesterone transdermally or something like that, or DHEA transdermally. So um, so 90% better in just that amount of time. Well, which is pretty amazing because I know, you know, women struggle quite a bit with hormones and uh, the only solution is often go on the, the birth control pill. You know, I've, I've had that offered to teenagers and, uh, you know, and they're quite young and I, I always try to tell them, you know, yes, it will cover up your symptoms, but you're still going to have this problem and you're going to come up to in 10 years when you want to have a baby and then you're going to struggle for another five because you're not dealing with this. And it, it just seems to be the kind of thing to do to women is let's just cover this up and send them off because then we we don't have to deal with it we don't you know I don't I don't maybe they don't know how to look into it um, but it, it, it makes me very sad that, that that's what's done when it's so important for our hormones to work properly yeah yeah and I and I hear you absolutely and I think that's that we have to look at alternate ways and that's again if we can um, empower our health through the way we nourish our bodies and our lifestyle, then we're going to heal many of these conditions on our own without needing birth control pills. Like for example, I've had clients who had multiple surgeries for endometriosis and were was looking at another surgery and also facing hysterectomy, right? So in doing many of the strategies that I put forth in my book, like, you know, just getting modified elimination, no snacking, no no white, no wheat, no sweet, very little red meat roll, right? Getting, empowering their hormones and their natural hormones as well as straight stress management. Just that combination enabled the PMS to disappear, the symptoms to disappear, ability to avoid another surgery as well as pregnancy when they were struggling with infertility. So, and that's, that's without medication and that's what we need to recognize. And I think part of the you know, there's a, a dual problem here. When we go to the doctor, we're almost expecting a medication and a quick fix. 
And that has to change. So I encourage women to stop giving their power away, even to physicians, right? Like, what do we need to do as a woman to heal my body and, you know, to clear up all the confusion, to listen, to to empower our body to heal itself and fight against what we may be fighting against um, in so many ways, the hormone imbalance issues. And there are the major hormonal issues that I found that far exceed the minor ones the reproductive hormones. We have to get the major hormones balanced in order to get our reproductive hormones balanced. And that was a big eye-opening revelation for me as a gynecologist because I want everything to be about progesterone, estrogen, even testosterone and DHEA, but it's really not. It's really not. It's about more important uh, major hormones that are the conductor of our, you know, hormonal band, so to speak. Um, which is important. Um, so when you're looking at somebody, you, you know, you mentioned those basic hormones. Now, is there other hormones that are important for us to be aware of as well? Yeah. So the major hormones that I look at and I talk about in my book and the strategies to really empower these is is we have to look at increasing insulin sensitivity, right? Decreasing insulin resistance and increasing insulin sensitivity. So that's number one, insulin. The second hormone is cortisol, a stress hormone. So when we, our body is conditioned to make cortisol, stress hormone, survival hormone, over estrogen and testosterone. That's just the hierarchy of it. And, and so that's really critical. And then, you know, in my own life and in the life of so many, you know, now thousands or hundreds of thousands of women, it's empowering the hormone oxytocin. Oxytocin, that master hormone of love, bonding, and connection, that really does create a physiologic balance within our body faster and more efficiently than, than certainly than anything I could write on a prescription pad. Which is important. Now, I know that most doctors won't won't test for a lot of these. I mean, especially if you're just a woman going in, if if they think that what you're experiencing is quote unquote normal, um, it, you know, they're just going to say go home. It's normal, even if your life is is quite debilitating by the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So is there um, certain signs that women should look out for if there is an imbalance? Yeah, I think, you know, predominantly we have to look at mood, you know, mood disorders, fatigue, loss of energy, weight gain or weight loss resistance, memory loss, um, certainly, and also mood issues, anxiety, depression. I mean, that is so, so much of it is about balancing our hormones and re-empowering our energetic body um, to be in balance because hormones are energy, are energetic molecules. And we really, as far as testing goes, and this is why so many doctors are resistant because there are so many testing inconsistencies because hormones have an energetic component that we're not able to adequately measure yet. So we look at them in different ways. We look at hormones in our blood, in our urine, in our saliva, and each little bit tells us um, something else about our hormones, and that's critical to understand too. So I don't think you know when it comes to um, clients wanting to get hormone testing from their physician. There's two parts. One, sometimes they don't have experience in it. It's a specialized field. Secondly, um, testing is often uh, inconsistent, and really. 
I think that third is that there are so many factors that affect our hormones that disrupt our hormones that we just can't measure. It definitely. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking today with Dr. Anna Kabeca, and we're discussing her book, The Hormone Fix. We'll be back shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. A stain-free clean home is something to be proud about, but it's hard to maintain when you're using cleaning products that don't work well or take forever to use. Q Carbona, a household brand that has turned their decades of cleaning experience into products that get the job done fully, quickly, and easily. When I first heard about Stain Devils, my stain-removing game was changed. Think about this. If you have a chocolate stain, it doesn't make sense 
to treat it with a formula that removes wine because they are chemically different. Knowing this, Carbona created specific stain removers for specific stain types. Genius, right? Beyond stain removers, they have highly efficient products for your laundry, carpets, and washing machine. My co-host Oliver, who is a Chihuahua Cross, wants to remind you not to forget about the pet stain and odor remover. Want to start living your life unstained? Shop Carbona.com with code FTTC for 20% off your order. Happy cleaning! Today we're talking with Dr. Anna Kabeka. Don't forget that a stain-free and clean home is something to be proud about, but it's hard to maintain when you're using cleaning products that don't work well or take forever to use. Q Carbona, a household brand that has turned their decades of cleaning expertise into products that get the job done fully, quickly, and easily. When I heard about Stain Devils, my stain removing game was changed. Think about this. If you have a chocolate stain, it wouldn't make sense to treat it with a formula that removes wine because they are chemically different. Knowing this, Carbona created specific stain removers for specific stain types. Genius, right? Beyond stain removers, they have highly efficient products for your laundry, carpets, and washing machine. My co-host Oliver, a Chihuahua Cross who sits with me with all my shows, wants to remind you not to forget about the pet stain and odor remover. Want to start living your life unstained? Shop Carbona.com with code FTTC for 20 percent off your order so dr anna in your your book um the hormone fix you you talk about a specific diet to help people um get their hormones back under control and you mentioned a little bit before the break i actually really liked it so i wrote it down you said no white wheat or sweet which um, (laughs) which is you know generally what i do with people as well so i i did uh enjoy that which i'm sure is a basic part of what what you do with people but can you explain where you start with the diet? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So my diet and my program and and the hormone fix is called the keto green way. So it's about 25% what we eat, 75% lifestyle, which is really important to understand because we know that according to research, over 92% of diets fail and they fail because it's not just about what we eat. And so in my keto green diet plan and my keto green lifestyle recommendations, I have client test them not guess. So something as simple as checking urinary pH to get into, to get your urinary pH alkaline is very beneficial in guiding us, discovering what's working for us and what's not working for us. And, you know, I go into that in depth in the book and it is just really critical to know. So the keto green diet is based on um, a ketogenic, uh, getting our body into ketosis, increasing healthy fats and good quality protein, decreasing carbohydrates is part of that for sure. And getting enough alkalinizers on board that help our body detox and keep our hormones balanced. And so, hence the keto green combination. So, for women, men do keto. Men and women are different, right? Men can do some strict carbohydrate restriction, but women often, at least I did, felt off getting into ketosis without this green component. And things I experienced were such as, you know, certainly anxiety, irritation, um, 
kind of anger. I called it going keto crazy. Let me tell you, it was just not a good place for me to be as a single mom raising kids. Not a good place. So I needed to understand what was happening. And because ketogenic diets tend to be very acidic and we're exposed to toxins on a daily basis, plus toxins are stored in our fat, when our body starts to eliminate or or use fat for fuel, we're going to release toxins in addition to what we're exposed to on a daily basis. So having these detoxifiers on board will help us balance. And because, you know, know, for whatever reason, men with 10 times more testosterone than women have, um, they can tolerate, they can tolerate the the strict acidic type diet um, better, but not that they should, but better than women. And um, many women will experience you know, like essentially hitting a wall on the ketogenic diet, and that this is part of the reason. So, what what symptoms happen? You mentioned a couple of things, but is there more to look out for if if it's bothering you? Well, yeah, there's like something too called like if you go into ketosis, you go into carbohydrate or low carbohydrate, high fat diet. Initially, you can experience what is commonly known as the keto flu. And, um, but however, we don't experience this if we go keto green. So symptoms of the keto flu is, you know, such a, you know, our fatigue, headache, um, certainly anxiety, irritability, kind of feeling on edge. And there's the very famous brain fog and foggy thinking, as well as um, even symptoms such as nausea, muscle cramps, dizziness, um, those are all very common symptoms associated with the keto flu. So um, now there's a there's a lot of talk about about diets and keto is is one out there. And some people do say that that keto isn't good for you because you know all you're doing is eating bacon. And can you just uh, address some of those comments and thoughts that happen? Yeah, there's a right way to do keto and there's a wrong way to. Do- keto and the biggest thing is you've got to do it right for you and in order for us to be healthy overall to get more than you know um, to get the full benefits of keto is to make sure that we've got on these alkalinizers on board to help detox and also recognize again that it's not just about just about diet and you hear the bacon and butter keto you know the Atkins approach keto but you can be keto and have a plate full of greens and vegetables and sprouts and and you know a healthy piece of grass-fed meat you know that is keto green that is the concept that I really want to promote because that's about balance that's about combining foods to work in the chemistry of our body efficiently to improve our health. And what we see, we see an improvement in blood sugar. We see an improvement in hemoglobin A1C. We see an improvement in inflammatory markers across the board when we do it this way. And uh, certainly quality of life. Which I agree with you on that, especially with the way that we've gone in the, in the past years with too many too many carbs. And I think that that's put us in this position where we can't have that balance anymore because we're, we as a society have become insulin resistant. And if you're insulin resistant, you can't eat any carbs because they just trigger your blood sugar. So, so diets like this seem to be very necessary for where we are right now so that we don't put ourselves in those positions or that we can reverse them illnesses yes I agree with you 
So um, when somebody's wanting to get started on this diet, what would they do? What would that look like? The first thing I recommend people to do is really start to trim out like the whole no white, no wheat, no sweet, very little red meat rule, really to get your body alkaline. Let's avoid sugars. Avoid things that stress us out too, because again, if we really want, like we don't, you know, we want to lose weight, but we want to be healthy, right? We don't want to be cachectic. We want to be healthy and happy and energetic in our bodies, and that's key. So, so when we get started, I always recommend you start with, you know, start with getting keto green. Start with the alkalinizers first. Check your urine pH. Get that alkaline. It costs pennies a day. And also it's part of the discovery process of what's working for you and what's working against you. And and that's where, again, individualization of your diet is so important. But start each day with ideally stopping dinner by 7 p.m., because we know that after eating after 7 p.m. is going to increase our insulin secretion 50 to 70% compared to eating earlier, so therefore contributing to more insulin resistance as well as fat storage, which we're trying to get rid of the fat. So eat by 7 p.m. at least. The earlier, the better. And keep at least work on getting to start 13 hours between dinner and breakfast. The majority of that time, you should be sleeping. So, so it makes it easy. And wake up and hydrate with a good tall glass of water, alkaline water, or, you know, I make a mix with my Mighty Maca Green, so adrenal support and detoxifiers to help my body remove toxins as well that have been um, getting released in the process of, of sleep. And so, you know, alkalinize first thing in the morning with something that's, you know, very low, one or zero grams of sugar, you know, just just to get those greens on board or hydrate your body to help flush out toxins. And then at like 13 hours, break fast, which is so important, with a keto green smoothie or meal. For example, a keto green, something that is very low carbohydrate, so ideally less than 5 grams of carbohydrate, 5 to 10 grams of carbohydrate, but preferably less than 5, um, and, you know, healthy fats and healthy protein. For example, um, smoked salmon with capers and spinach and onions. That's a beautiful keto green breakfast. You're getting that. And you can drizzle extra olive oil on there. The uh, fats help us fight cravings. And that increases our willpower for the rest of the day. So starting with healthy, good quality, nutritious fats and protein early on in the morning help your body feel stronger and more energetic throughout the day. That's one thing. The other thing I recommend is a keto green smoothie. And I have plenty of recipes on my website for that. But say, for example, um, a teaspoon to a tablespoon of MCT oil. You can use a protein powder or nuts like almonds, sunflower seeds, you know, pumpkin seeds. And um, add in a handful of greens, sprout you know, spice to your like. Like if you like ginger, use ginger. If you like cinnamon, add in cinnamon. That's great for controlling blood sugar too. And blend that up. You could use coconut milk or almond milk or just water and blend that up. Um, And that's a great way to have a keto green smoothie to break fast. And that gives your body healthy fats, healthy protein, low carbs, so you're not going to get hypoglycemic two to three hours later and want to eat. So that, that, need for constant frequent eating will stop. And then no more snacking. Snacking creates insulin resistance. 
and that's really important to recognize. It's been a really big problem with so many of us, especially as we're getting older, that you know, the, all our reproductive hormones go down, but insulin and cortisol go up as we get older. So we really have to be very vigilant about what we're doing and how we're eating and when we're eating in order to um, achieve better hormonal balance. Um, which is really important, and everybody is talking about fasting more these days, mm-hmm. um, which is something that that I quite enjoy. And it, it's done in different ways depending on you know what works for you. And I really like the one that that you have where you're just not snacking, and you're you're having you know your three meals because it's more sustainable for a lot of people who have never fasted. And um, I know when I started doing that um, about ten years ago when I first read about leptin, I felt more free because I wasn't having to eat every two hours and then I felt better because I also I lost weight and my my hormones got a little more imbalance yeah absolutely that's so critical and just little things again that's that's it's oh so there it goes to show it's not just about what we eat you know it's like also when we're eating and sometimes too you know we know that if we say grace before a meal or bless our food that we decrease cortisol and our body digests the food better. We have less digestive issues. So it's also like how and what spirit we're eating with, who we're eating with. Are we stressed when we're eating? That's going to go more to storage than it will if we're not. If we're at peace, we're comfortable, we're happy. And and I love this discovery process. <laughs> Um, yeah, which is, just, and you know, not only a discovery process, but a transformation. Because if anybody follows even just a couple rules, they're going to see some changes. Um, you know, just like when I first um, followed, it was a very long time ago, it was about leptin. And I, you know, when I cut out the snacks, that was all I changed. I didn't have anything else to change. I already had a strict diet. And I thought I was doing things properly, because back then, that's what you did. And then, you know, it was just that one change. And that changed my entire metabolism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It became more insulin sensitive. And that is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Just those little things can make it like eating before 7 p.m. That's mm-hmm. a huge transformational factor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, you with with keto, I just want to be clear, we're avoiding all grains on, on this diet. So not just gluten, but you would avoid rice and everything else as well. Yeah, so that's a good question. So like keto is different from paleo in that paleo is pretty much, you know, anti-grain. But keto, like in in my keto green, I don't villainize any particular food source, right? Because I have vegetarians and vegans that do my program. And sometimes they're, you know, we're using grains as well as legumes like hummus and quinoa. Um, A little bit goes a long way, like a, a quarter to a half a cup. But we're looking at the carb count. And also, you know, um, the healthy fats and adding those, make sure we're getting enough protein. So you can do keto and still keto green and still have grains on board, but we do want to avoid them for the most part. Eat as much whole foods as possible, and um, but not to villainize any food source. Well, that's important as well. I I think especially if we're, you know, as you said, most diets fail. And part of the reason is that people go overboard. Instead of making something, you know, a lifestyle and and slowly getting used to different changes, it's a crash diet and I can't have anything and I don't know what to do and, and I'm really stressed out and I can't eat out. 
And that, yeah, you know, no, we can't go there. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking with Dr. Anna Kabeka, and we're discussing her book, The Hormone Fix. We'll be back shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we're talking with Donna, Dr. Anna Kabeka. Um, so, Dr. Anna, when somebody gets started on the, the keto green uh, diet, you've got a 10-day detox. What does that consist of? Yeah, so the 10-day detox is, is really starting with intermittent fasting. That's really key and just recognizing we're going to cut out um, snacking. 
So that's rule number one. The second is to hydrate between meals so that we're hydrating between our meals, not with our meals. And this is a really important, you know, game changer as well. We recognize that when we drink with our meal, we're diluting our own body's digestive enzymes, the acidity of our digestive enzymes to help us digest and pull out the nutrients from our food. So stop drinking with our meals, no more than four ounces, ideally four to eight ounces, but typically four. And, um, and hydrate between our meals, so two hours after. So those are a couple lifestyle game changers that really make a difference. And then make each plate keto green. So if we're doing, so say, for example, if we stop dinner, like we're, we're finished dinner by 7 p.m., and we have breakfast, you know, we break fast at 8 or 9 a.m., we break fast with a keto green smoothie, or then and we hydrate when we wake up. I mean, that's like water with lemon juice, water with Mighty Maca Plus, I mean, something to hydrate and move out toxins. That's really important when you wake up. And then break fast with a healthy keto green breakfast or smoothie, like I mentioned. That makes it really easy. And then wait four to five hours to um, have another, you know, maybe a keto green salad, and then... Um, Dinner, say at six, five or six, six p.m., and have a beautiful, beautiful dinner. But go lighter on the dinner. Start trying to think of, you know, the, there's an old Arabic saying. It says, "Breakfast like a king, lunch like a nobleman, dinner like a pauper." Because again, we don't need to have a whole amount. You know, we don't need to have a huge meal to live out the rest of our night. Typically, we're eating, and a few hours later, we're going to bed. So. Um, Making dinner lighter is really a huge needle mover as well. That's a game changer, especially as we're getting older. We want to shift to use ketones for fuel over glucose for fuel on a regular basis as much as possible. So, so that's kind of, that's easy. You're not hungry because you're getting healthy fats with each meal. In my book, I have, you know, over 60 recipes um, to work with. So it's really, really nice. And, Definitely things you can do on a, uh, even as a busy mom working and running carpool and all the other things we do, right? We can make really quick, nutritious meals thinking healthy fat, healthy protein, loads of greens, dark leafy greens, really critical. Stay low on those carbs and add in, you know, the, the, like I call them condiments, the nuts and the seeds and the sprouts that really bring a high level of nutrient dense um, value to our meal. So you did mention um, using ketones for energy. What, what does that mean? So we either use glucose for fuel, so sugar for fuel, in our bloodstream. Now, what's very fascinating, Rebecca, is that as we get older, and uh, there, Dr. Lisa Moscone has done a lot of this work looking at the female brain through um ages 30, 40, 50, 60. And as we hit, and I really call this a period of neurologic vulnerability, this perimenopause stage, so 35 to 55, our symptoms of anxiety, depression, brain fog, mood swings, weight loss resistance, all of that go up exponentially. Lo and behold, our brain is less able to use glucose for fuel. Because naturally our progesterone and estrogen levels are declining and estrogen specifically is necessary for our brain to use glucose for fuel. Now, this affects women a lot more than men because we rely on ovarian production of hormones of estrogen, for instance, and progesterone. Well, as we, as we 
decrease our ovarian function as we get older, that's less and less available. A male's brain makes six times as much estrogen for w- than women's brains do. We make estrogen in our brain, but a man makes six times as much as women in our brain because they're not you know, they're not getting it from there. They have no ovaries, and so. So that's a critically important why men don't experience this perimenopause or periandropause swings like women do. And what we recognize that if we switch to use to what I recognize in my own personal life and experience way back when I went through my second menopause in 2014, I recognize that like if I shift to ketones for fuel, keto green, have the alkalinizers on board, then I had this huge amount of brain clarity, the spiritual attunement and enlightenment, and this, this ability to discern and, you know, my memory back, my edge back, my clarity back, my peace. I, I was able to respond over reacting, and that's a hu- that was a huge wake up call for me. And and her work just further emphasized that because of these hormonal shifts, we have difficulty using glucose, there's a significant decrease of glucose utilization in the brain. And we have all these neurologic symptoms, anxiety, depression, insomnia. And as, you know, our standard of care approach is to medicate these symptoms, what we need to do as women and men is switch to using ketones for fuel. So ketones are, ketone bodies are essentially fat molecules being used for fuel. And if we think of glucose as gasoline, we can think of ketones as jet fuel. And this is critical in this perimenopause, 35 to 55 and then beyond, but really critical in this, in this time period. I just think it's fascinating. So, um, well, I do too, and I'm I'm in that category. I'm 40, and um, now if if somebody like me wanted to to do this and did, and what what changes would we expect to see? What's the outcome? So definitely, you see weight loss. You will see weight loss. If you don't want to lose weight, we talk about increasing the amount of protein and fat in your diet as well as slightly higher on the carbohydrates or type. So there's fat's not a problem. But typically you'll lose fat, which is really good. You'll see the scale move. You'll see your belly shrink because we're not going to be as distended. And we'll also experience um, clarity, brain clarity, energy, no more needing that afternoon nap. And you kind of wake up feeling energized, go to sleep, you know, feeling, you know, rested, you'll, you'll have a good night's sleep and be able to sleep through the night a lot easier. You'll also have, you know, just that, what I've noticed, especially in my keto green way and what I talk about in my book, is the, you know, the relationship component. You know, we're better, we're better able to make um, uh, healthy connections with people and with ourselves and with our family members. And, and I, one client that I had, Kathy, who did my online magic menopause program, she said, you know what, Dr. Anna, in, in just a few weeks, not only do I like myself better, but my family likes me better and we're doing things together we haven't done in five to ten years. And so, you know, I, I mean, that's why we're, that's how we live, right? We live in community and relationships. So that's the juice of life. Well, it is. And, you know, what we want is to get our life back. Um, now, when somebody is is doing this program, especially in the beginning, are there any cravings for any of the foods that they're not eating? Oftentimes, I always tell clients, if you're having a craving for a certain food, 
you definitely want to eliminate that food because it could be a food sensitivity. And if you're checking your urine pH, one of the reasons we become acidic is if we've eaten a food sensitivity, a food that we're sensitive to. So that's something to be aware of. So we were talking about cravings, and and you did say that that uh, um, you know you're usually sensitive to foods that you are craving, which is the opposite of what we would think. We would think if we're craving something, maybe our body needs it. But what you're seeing is the opposite that it might be something that we shouldn't have. That's absolutely right, and that's where it could, and that could be true. It goes both ways, and so you know, being able to discern what how your body reacts to a certain food is really important. And um, that, you know, so figuring out if that makes a difference. So you've got a lot of recipes in your book, and you did mention um, the the smoothie stuff on your website as well. You have smoothie recipes in there. Is there a favorite that you have that you can um, just let us know real quick? Well, one thing I did, I created a keto green protein shake that has, you know, zero grams of sugar in it and 14 grams of protein all from nut seeds and some rice and pea. So very good, low carbohydrate. And so that's one thing I use. But I love putting that protein mix in. And if I didn't have it available, I would use like almonds, seeds, and nut combination, put in some flax seeds too. And add handfuls of green, whatever I have in the fridge. So typically there's kale and spinach at any particular time and sprouts. I love out adding sprouts because that's so nutritious. And you could add, um, you know, seriously, it's like any anything like an extra fat, a half an avocado, a quarter to a half of avocado makes your keto green smoothie so smooth, so delicious. Put in a handful of ice and it's a really beautiful, delicious treat. And, you know, I add in sometimes cocoa powder, cinnamon, if I want that kind of nutty, sweet taste. That's probably my favorite. You could also add MCT oil, a teaspoon to a tablespoon. And again, depending on how, how active we are, what, how, you know, what our body shape is, you know, how good we are, how fat adapted we are, we can use more or less fats. It's really um, a, a trial and error for a little while. Well, and the... I, I like the avocado and smoothies. It took me a long time to try it, and I just convinced my sister to try it, and it took her a while. She thought it was crazy, but it actually makes the the shake smooth. You're not adding a banana that can have more sugar in it, um, and it, 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 it makes it delicious. You're getting the fats that you need. And they now have them, um, you can get them frozen. So you don't have to, you know, have them all sit on your counter and go ripe on the same day. <laughs> you actually have an avocado every day that's handy. I love that. And I just heard about freezing avocados. I didn't know you could. And so I'm really excited about that because, yeah, avocados are like perfect that one day. Yeah, yeah, and then you've got all three of them perfect the same day, and you're like, how many shakes can I have today, or how many avocados? So um, you do mention some supplements as well. Is there anything that is important for people to know about that um, they would need with this diet? Yes, I think you know magnesium is one of the big one of the big minerals that we're all very deficient in because our soils magnesium poor now, and so that's really been a big issue. So magnesium is one of those supplements that I recommend, especially because it helps us at night. So on my site, there's a Better Brain and Sleep formula 
that I have, and it has magnesium L3 and 8. So when you look at magnesium supplements at the store, look for one that has magnesium L3 and 8. That's the magnesium form that crosses the blood-brain barrier. So that's one thing. And the second is a probiotic because so many foods, if we eat out even once a week, there's likely been a food that has GMO or antibi- been given antibiotics, and so hence we're getting that into our system. And that, you know, can really compromise our own microbiome. And so a daily probiotic is something that I do, as well as, you know, um, a multivitamin, methylated B vitamins. But if you're also getting a lot of these greens, like I really encourage those dark green leafy beet greens, kale, chard, on a regular basis. So we get a lot of methylators from those too. I just find that we often we often need more, but it can make a big difference, especially as we're getting older for brain health. Well, well, it is important, as, as you said, our, our soil is doesn't have the nutrients that it used to, um, which is a topic of many of my shows, um, to, you know, to understand why you can't always get it through food, even if you're eating, you know, all these leafy green vegetables and everything that you should, you should just be aware that not everything is the way that it used to be. And for your sake and your optimum health, you need to supplement a few things. Exactly. So um, if somebody wants, um, you know, to, I know you have an online program, maybe you can just uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so my online program, I have a 10-day breeze through menopause program that's in a very active keto green community on my face on Facebook. So the 10-day breeze through menopause program, in 10 days, we see in many clients over 90% improvements, and, and that is, that's critical in just 10 days. And we have you take a hormone symptom toxicity quiz, and uh, the link for that um, is dranna.com forward slash breeze. And we have people going through it from mid-30s well into 70s and beyond. So it's really just key principles in a quick, short, free 10-day program. So we have that program. And then I have a longer eight-week intensive program that's called Magic Menopause. And so those are the two programs I currently offer. And the book has a 10-day and a 21-day plan. And if if somebody um, wants to get a hold of your book or you, if they have questions, how can they do so? Easily. So my website, DrAnna.com, so D-R-A-N-N-A.com, and on social media, too. So um, Facebook and Instagram, it's pretty active. It's nice. And the Facebook community, Keto Green Community, is already a huge support network, which is beautiful and kind of learning this approach, the intermittent fasting, the Keto Green fasting. And, um, yeah, then just from my website, can email my team and contact me directly that way. Um, which is great because when you're making changes like this, it's nice to have that support or the quick answers to your questions so that you're not left on your own going, am I doing this right? Or, or I don't, is this normal how I'm feeling, especially if you're going through that keto flu? Exactly. Yep. And community increases oxytocin. So that's going to empower all our other (laughs) hormones better. Oh, perfect. Um, so I want to thank you so much for joining me today. We I had a great time and a great conversation. I did as well. Thank you for having me. 
And uh, today we are talking with Dr. Anna Kabeka. We were discussing her book, The Hormone Fix. If you want more information about my, my story and what I went through, it is on my website at dr-risk.com. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, or your favorite social media platform. And um, thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to make today a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Please join Dr. Rebecca Risk again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk more next week.